welcome to the podcast where my guests and I talk about anything and everything from sports, relationships, politics, movies to TV shows, current events, and conspiracy theories. No topic is ever off limits and it's always uncensored. I'm Ben Borges and this is Man Chatter. crazy seven days has been here in central florida so if you don't know that's where i live and about a week ago we get an alert or a notification hey maybe we should start watching the news because we might have a hurricane headed towards us right so when a hurricane happens here this is my first one as a homeowner so it became this overdrive of anxiety of do we have enough water what about snacks what about all the food we have in the fridge if we lose power which in the area i live in now the the land that I have, power goes out pretty frequently. Now we'll give a shout out to Seco, which is the the Sumter County Electrical Company, and man, they're amazing. Like they literally let you know the moment they lo- you lose power, they give you an estimate, which they usually beat of when you'll get power back. So like that that was a little comforting, but it's still like you don't want to go without power. All the food can go bad and all this stuff. So then start thinking of, man, hold on, I have shutters, but I don't have shutters for all the windows. So then you got to run over to Lowe's, measure the cuts for the for the plywood, and it just becomes this whirlwind of, do I have enough? Is it is it going to be enough? What what am I doing? Do I need an adult, a more adult here, adult to help me do with all this shit? So it just becomes, it's, it's anxiety filled. Like, I bet you barely sleep. When you do try and like, I, w- I would almost stay awake to the point that I had to fall asleep. You know what I mean? Because it was just so much stress and anxiety. And you just, it's stuff that I never thought about. Like, I didn't think about this stuff just because the last hurricane I really went through was Andrew. Back in Hurricane Andrew, back in 1992 when, when I lived down in South Florida. It was all the hurricanes that hit in the early 2000s. I was active duty in Hawaii. So I never had to deal with it personally. Well, no, that's not true. Two years ago, I think Irma hit. But we stayed at a friend's house, so it wasn't like my responsibility to, to adult. Like, I helped them out, you know, cover up the windows with plywood and all that stuff. So I had a functional knowledge of what to do. But when it's all on you and your wife, like, it becomes this totally different beast. And, you know, we measure the windows because I don't want to, I didn't want to drill into my walls, to my concrete block wall, because that's really time consuming, really stressful, and exhausting. I wanted to find almost a shorter, smarter way, you could say. So I looked online and I found these things called uh, ply locks, right? So they attach to half inch, half inch thick plywood and then you push it into the window, but it only works. There's all stuff I learned like within the last week. It only works if it's, if your window is recessed in, we recess just means pushed back into the wall, not like flat, flat with the wall. So then you got to push that back in and it has to be two to three inches further in. So that's the only way that works. Now, if you have windows that are flat with the wall, obviously you got to get plywood and cover them up that way. So there's this thing where you got to make sure you have the measurements right because you're supposed to have a quarter inch of space on both sides, which ends up being what, like one eighth of an inch of space all the way around. So it's tied up. And the way those ply locks work, they have, they're almost like, imagine like, I guess, like paper clips that attach to the plywood. And then they have teeth on the on the side that goes with the concrete block wall. So then they grip onto that rock and they and you put I think you put one every 24 inches. So you have, if you have a cut of 24 inches, you only need one on each side. And it's only on the sides, not at the top and bottom. And if you have a 
piece of plywood that's cut larger than 24 inches obviously you need two on each side so get all that done have all those cuts figured out that that shit is mad expensive it was like 23 dollars for a piece of plywood because you can't buy the cuts right like they don't have that cut for you so you got to buy the entire piece of plywood and have them cut it for you and then you have to figure it out like do you want to get a third piece of a seventh piece of plywood to cover up these windows or would these smaller cuts work like for the bathroom windows like we didn't have quite the 50 by 18 and a quarter we had like 47 by 18 would that work and we're like oh maybe we'll be okay so you're, you're trying to you're trying to do that and do that math and see how much space would that leave and all this shit so it, it's this crazy stress and then you buy so much water so much water we bought i think we bought two twenty four packs and then like seven seven gallons of water besides the besides the twenty four packs so you know we'll drink the the gallons and then we're gonna keep the twenty four packs there that so that'll just be a hurricane reserve or hurricane or hurricane purchases or whatever hurricane preparedness but man it's so crazy and then you buy all these snacks that you end up eating way before the hurricane gets there because again the, the hurricane moves slower than anything no his no hurt no hurricane in history had moved that slow it's just it's crazy so you end up eating all the snacks so you have to rebuy the snacks and hope they have some because you don't you want to eat all the food you have at home too because you're thinking with your anxiety and your the fact that you've lost power before that you're going to lose power again. So all your food will go bad. So you start eating all the, all the frozen shit that you have in the fridge. So I'm eating all my uh, my Vans waffles. Which are uh, gluten free. Love those things. Shout out to my boy Danny that, that talk, told me about those. And then I'm eating all my veggie tots. Little like frozen like veg- vegetable. Like broccoli and cheese. Uh, tots are almost like a. And like cheese tots, but with broccoli in it. I'm not going to get into specifics. You can find them at Walmart or some shit. So find all that. And then it becomes this whole other shit. Like, okay. So now we got to cook all the food. So we cooked all the chicken. Try to eat all that up. We're not eating out because if we lose power, all the food in our fridge will go bad. So we're trying to eat that crazy. And now, and then you get to, and that's on Wednesday. And then you get to Friday. I'm like, okay, this hurricane's getting here Sunday. So we got it prepared so we could just wait to put the windows up, put the covers for the windows up the next day, which is Saturday. All right. Now the hurricane's going to be here on Monday because it slowed down to two miles an hour over the Bahamas. Okay. Now it's going to be here Tuesday night because it's at not moving at all over the Bahamas that are getting destroyed for 48 hours straight. So there's this sense of relief that you didn't get a hurricane. That was the strongest hurricane in the North Atlantic history. You, there's this sense of relief, but then there's this sense of, holy shit, the Bahamas, they're gone. I mean, the videos that you that I'm sure you've seen of water going up to the second floor of houses, people standing on their roofs, 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 roofs isn't a word, roofs, on the ceiling, no, not the ceiling, either. it's the roof, they're standing on the roof, you have the prime minister telling them to take, if they're going to go in their attic, to take an axe with them because the water could rise up to their attic. And they'd have to cut through the roof, cut through the ceiling to get to the roof. Like That's crazy. So there's this sense of relief and exhaustion dump almost because all the anxiety. Like South Florida, I know my friends down in South Florida were out of the cone pretty early. So they didn't have that much to deal with. But then it, it stopped. So it could have got to them 
And then, I mean, I can't imagine, for like for us, man, it's just me, my wife, my dog, my two cats, and my chickens. And that's a, that's a whole nother one. Like, you know, you've heard the last two podcasts, this chicken run, I just finished. So the week, the week before I finished my chicken run, then all of a sudden I'm going to have to worry about what if my chicken run's not going to be there anymore? What the hell am I going to do with my chickens during this storm? Am I going to have to bring them into the house and figure all that out? Put a tarp down. I hope they don't shit absolutely everywhere because chickens shit an insane amount. Like they just, because they piss and shit out of the same hole. So it's just everything. And oh yeah. And also where they lay eggs from. So they just, it's constantly coming out. So it just would have smelled disgusting in that room. Because the one thing we don't have in this house is a garage, right? So that's one thing we don't have. So we need to, we have a shed, but they couldn't have fit in there because that's full of tools and and just overgrown stuff from the house, I guess. Like just stuff that doesn't fit in the house that can be outside. So it's it's just craziness, man. Yeah, so then it becomes... Okay, so what do we do with the chickens? Okay, we don't have to put them in today because the stormers are going to be here until tomorrow. Maybe we could wait a little bit longer and figure it out and then decide. So one thing I did for sure was just in case if there was any kind of wind overnight, I strapped I strapped the chicken coop down. I got these, uh, they're basically like the attachments. The, the They look like screws with a little pyramid at the top or a triangle at the top. You screw it into the ground and you sink it in down and just, and it's there for, to hold to strap stuff down to right like it's usually what you would use like if you tie your dog outside you would you would anchor him to that so you anchor so you use that anchor and then you get a a ratchet strap and you throw it over the coop on two sides because my coop isn't that long on two sides on the front and the back and hope it doesn't fly away overnight because at that point we're thinking yo it's coming like even we were a little bit outside the cone but we're gonna get some winds we're gonna get some gusts and chances are it's gonna be overnight and you're not going to be able to see shit. So you kind of have to be prepared. So even if we bring the chickens inside, their home can be can fly away. Like fucking Dorothy and, and Kansas and shit. That's crazy. Oh, man. Dude, like as I'm talking about it, like I'm replaying all the stress of last week and how exhausting it was. Because you didn't know what was going to happen. And you watch the news nonstop. I put I've downloaded like three different apps for the weather on my phone, downloaded the local weather app for the guy I was watching with the on NBC, and you just watch the news, watch the news, watch the news as it comes and it's not moving. And then it's 185 miles an hour. Oh my god, this is the strongest hurricane ever. Then it dro- drops down a little bit to 180. Yo, that still can destroy everything I love and I know. And you're worried because my mom and my mother-in-law they both live closer to the ocean, right? Like they both live closer to the coast. So you stress about them, like should we have them come up and have those discussions with your with your significant other? And it just becomes this just insane amount of shit that you're just not you don't feel prepared for. Right? And you have these moments where like, yo, th- are we ready? Like, are we doing this right? And then a conversation with your wife, because it's the first time she's been a homeowner, just like for me. It's the same, we're in the same we're in the same boat, same paddle, same fucking row. Like it's it's crazy. Like, it's just insane. So then all you can do is watch the news. And then when you get tired of the news, which you pretty much, at, by that time, the first couple of days, you have it down what time the alerts are. 8, 11, 2, 5, 8, and 11. Like, that every three hours. Then when it got closer, because the, the planes can go closer, it would be every one hour. So you're watching those alerts. Oh, my God, is it moving? No, it hasn't. And you're getting text messages from friends. Like, do you feel the anxiety coming through right now? Like, no, nah, I mean it's going it's going east now. No, no, it's going no, it's going north. Now it's going west. Now it was just 
this crazy amount of shit where you get all these different kind of information because everybody's stressed about it. Your mom's checking in on you. Your mother-in-law, you're checking on your mother-in-law, seeing how your father-in-law is doing. Like, you're just checking all these people because we all live here and we all care about each other. And we all want to know we're, we're okay. Like, yeah, we give each other a bunch of shit and talk crap, but, you know, it's my family. It's people I love. So it just, it's so stressful, man. And then towards the end of the week, you're just staying up. I'm staying up later and later. We're going to sleep at like two because I can't sleep because I'm so stressed and making sure I'm ready for anything, and not not getting that that good real, that real good sleep, and playing FIFA trying to get my mind off it. It's just crazy, dude. Like, then you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and then finally it doesn't show up. It doesn't come, and then you're just like, ah. You can take a deep breath. You can relax, but then you wake up, four thirty in the morning. September the 4th and you don't have any power because somehow you're the you're one of 11 people in your whole grid that lost power so we lost power today for about nine hours right we lost power at 4 30 we had power back by one and I want to give a again man I want to give a huge shout out to Seiko I don't know if any of them listen to this podcast but whatever excuse me (coughs) but yeah man like they were out here the sun wasn't even out during my property, which kind of freaked me the fuck out and my dog out, which is why he started barking and we woke up because they're on my property. Like I don't have proper, I don't have people just show up on my property. So I walk out there with my gun. Like I, I could tell it's a box truck cause they have all the lights going, but that shit is scary dude. Like there's somebody on my fucking property and I'm like half asleep, putting on my fucking pants, no shirt and slides ready for whatever. And it's just crazy. So they're on here the entire day trying to work on shit. We get power back by one. It's just crazy, man. So like I'm I'm not I'm making sure not to open up the fridges or the freezer to keep everything cold so nothing goes bad. I'm thinking I'm gonna have to like force feed myself the fucking bacon that I have in there because who knows how long we're gonna go without power. And that could spoil and that can go bad and then it smells like shit. Then I've just lost money and food. Dude, it's just so much, man. And you can only watch the news so long, right? Like, there's only so much more they're going to tell you. And plus, you have all the, I have all the alerts on my phone. So then we just start watching. We start watching shit on Netflix. And we came across this, uh, this little documentary series called The Family. So this family is this crazy documentary series from this author. I think is I'm going off the top of my head here. Like, Jeff Staley. Jeff Stale. Hold on. Damn, I was uh, I was totally off. It's Jeff Charlotte. It could be Charlet if he's, you know, likes to pronounce it that way or whatever. But yeah, man. So I come across this this documentary, and it's about this. I'm gonna let y'all check it out for yourself. But it's about this. Give you a quick synopsis. It's about this guy who joins, almost want to say like a cult, right? Like it has that vibe to it, that they have religious power in Washington. But they don't believe in Christianity the way that most Christians do. They believe in Jesus the man. Like, I don't know. It's weird, dude. Like, I haven't finished it, so I can't. I'm not going to give you the whole review of it. And plus, it's up to you to make your own decision on it. But it's it's pretty crazy, man. Like, the thing, shit that's crazy about it is they bring in, they show footage of, like, actual people in power talking about them. So... It's just, it's weird, man. Like, it's a little intense because, you know, you're supposed to have the separation of church and state that's in the, that's in the constitution. 
it's just it's crazy dude like I don't know like I know I said it's crazy a lot but it's it's some intense shit where like you don't really know how deep this shit can go like the tentacles can go with this especially when they show all these like governors presidents senators congressmen talking about it these are all people that are supposed to have those two things separate like you can have your religious beliefs there's no knock against that but when it comes to the law your religion shouldn't matter like that's not what this country was founded on but you know politics aside and all that shit it's just it's interesting it's really interesting and if you've noticed my last couple of podcasts i've stayed away from like talking politics because honestly i've gotten exhausted like it's it's just it's not beneficial to anything because my boy told me like a year ago you know what I mean like why do you argue like at that point I was like man I like to argue for the sake of arguing in the sense like I want to see other people's perspectives and point of views and all that but I've realized that nothing changes like it's I'm, I'm re-arguing the same points with the same with the same people so why am I going to continue to bounce a ball off a wall you know what I mean like actually that's more enjoyable now like because that's that's just it just doesn't make sense anymore it's not beneficial i'm not getting anything out of it like people will just find excuses they'll find like this loophole in the one thing you said and it's just it becomes ridiculous man so i don't even argue i don't even within the like the last week or two i've just i've even stopped debating with people on on social media i stayed away from political commentary just because it's 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 too much now man it's exhausting like they believe what they want to believe. They and I don't get why they think that way. You know, it's what it comes down to. It just I just don't. And that's not for and I realize that's not for me to believe that or think that way. Cause my I'm just I'm not made that way. I'm not built that way. So I've stopped trying. You know, they're gonna they're gonna do what they wanna do and I just hope things get better, you know? People have a have more empathy and Start realizing that shit isn't that crazy, man. And it's not that serious to believe in a man that they don't know. But yeah, man. <sighs> Dude, I'm exhausted. It's, I'm recording this. It's 1030 at night. And it feels like I haven't slept in six days. Because you, you've just been, I've just been waiting and waiting and waiting for this storm that never showed up. But destroyed a place that was not prepared for it because how do you prepare for a storm to sit on top of you for 48 hours so i'm thankful that my house is still standing i'm thankful that all my friends are healthy i'm thankful that my mom is good my mother-in-law is good but man this adulting shit when you're waiting for something that you have no control over is incredibly stressful man like i i can't i get now why people fight over a bottle of water because you don't know if there's a chance that bottle of water might save your life like i know that sounds intense and probably a little bit over the top but i mean shit man look the bahamas weren't expecting what happened to them who knows how long you can go without water who knows if the st- you if you're able to make it to a store to get more water what if you have kids and you got to give them water or what if you're running you know what i mean like just on that simplistic of a level like that's that's terrifying man like you have no control over what might happen to you every single day for every day of your life and then shit like this happens when it's the strongest hurricane on record but it's past us now 
It's just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy, man. All right, guys. I'll catch y'all next time, man. Be thankful. Be blessed. Be blessed. This just became real. Y'all know what I mean, man. I'll holler at y'all motherfuckers later. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Man Chatter Podcast with your host as always, Ben Borges. Till next time, peace.